Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my good nanny radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Today is Wednesday, June 3rd, 2015, and we're broadcasting live from Georgia. Welcome to our show. We are so excited about tonight's show um, because a lot of things. First, she, the lady was on a show that I love, Shark Tank. Second, she didn't get a deal. However, her story of what happened afterwards is amazing and she's uh, just an all-around great woman. And so I just can't wait to talk to um, Lydia Evans, um, the CEO of Swag Essentials, about her journey and everything that's happened to Shark Tank. But before we begin, just want to say thank you to all our fabulous listeners all around the globe that listen to MGM Radio. And for those of you who might not know, MGM Radio stands for My Good Nanny, we're an extension of My Good Nanny, MGN. And we feature moms, dads, women, entrepreneurs, celebrities, people doing great things that of interest to the parenting community. We are the number one show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. And we're really, really excited um, just to have all our listeners who tune in week after week to hear our show. So, as you know, um, next week is the big Dare to Aspire conference in Atlanta. Oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. Friday night we have the Harium Vegan Launch Party and VIP Reception. And then Saturday we have the main conference and so many people are going to be there. The schools who are Atlanta, celebrities, entrepreneurs, it's going to be amazing. So if you haven't grabbed your tickets, but only a few left, grab them now at Dare to Aspire, um, D2Aspire.com. It's going to be amazing. It's in Atlanta. It's our fifth conference, and we're super, super excited. So before I begin, I was um, somebody sent me a Facebook message about um, this show, and I have to mention it because I really want all my moms, all my women to go out and really sign the petition. If you go to My Good Nanny on Facebook page, you're going to see a petition where we're asking you to join us to help sign to drop this show. Fox is doing a show. It's called Lucifer. It's, it's a show portraying Satan as a good guy and mocking the Bible. An online petition has been started by the American Family Association 
um, One Million Moms, calling for Fox Network to scrap its plan to air a new television series called Lucifer. And it's got a lot of traction. I've signed it. And um, basically the show um, is about a, a guy who's simply bored and unhappy with hell. And so he goes to Los Angeles and basically they glorify the devil. And it's so join me. Go to My Good Man. You can click the link and help sign the petition because we don't want the show on the air. No. Okay, so said that, so thank you to all our fans. So before we begin, I always have to give our guests an amazing MGN introduction. And so we want to welcome the CEO of Soap Washes and Grooming Essentials, Swag, I love that, Swag, to our show. Um, Lydia continues to break barriers in the skincare industry. She's a product development specialist, a licensed medical esthetician. Um, her products, as I mentioned, were featured on ABC reality show Shark Tank in 2014. Um, and she just continues to just break barriers in the skincare industry. She has won numerous awards for her products, and she was given the prestigious honor of being named one of the top 25 women in Houston. And we're so excited. Swag Essentials have been kind enough to donate some items for our VIP guests um, for our conference, their sponsors, and we appreciate them so much. And you can check out swagessentials.com to see all the information about the product. So before I introduce her, we'll play one bill, and then we'll be right back with Lydia Evans. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Okay, so um, I'm going to connect her. And um, hi, hi, how are you? Hey, I'm fine. Welcome to MGM Radio. Oh, thank you. Can you do you hear me? Okay. Yes, there is a background okay. noise. So if there's a computer or something down, and just have just be on your phone, so you won't be able to hear yourself. It's recorded, but okay. now I think the background. Yes. It's amazing. Okay. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So many people are so impressed with you and your journey. Um, yeah. I love, love, love the website, and I just love your story, you know. So why don't you, for our listeners, just tell us how you got, tell us about yourself and how you um, entered the skincare business. Well, first, let me thank you for having us on the show, having me in, in representation of my team at Swag Essentials um, and having me on the show. So let me start there. But um, with respect to about myself, I I mean, your introduction was was beautiful. So it, it kind of summed me up in a nutshell. I'm a, I'm a little bit of everywhere. Um, so I, I, I do the skincare development um, hair care development. We do uh, boutique private labeling and product development. So I'm a product development specialist. But the other side of me that's more on the trade side and service side is the esthetician, aesthetic side of things. 
Um, and I think those two things just kind of came together and and burst swag essentials. Um, and so I, I kind of feel like I'm a, a bit of a jack of all trades in the beauty industry. I'm I'm the kind of lady that can't walk past a cosmetics counter without uh, asking for a sample or let me see this or how does this smell. So um, so as far as how I entered the business, it was a very natural thing. And it was something that I knew was a calling in me. There was no doubt about that. I, I had a, I had a burning in my belly for the cosmetics industry and beauty industry, and I, I felt that it was very important for um, for a more more diversity added to the line, the lines that would be out there, and, and more specialization of products. So we cater to people who have skin disorders and sensitivities. Um, for the primarily because we deal with people that have folliculitis and pseudofolliculitis, eczema, psoriasis, because I myself have eczema. So the I started off there. It, the cost, the cause of me even doing this was because I had eczema myself. So it, it, it's been a heck of a journey, to be honest with you, um, Tossie. So. Wow. So, Lydia, what is, and this just came up because I hear eczema, so many people complain about that. Just high level in layman's terms, could you talk about what eczema is? Okay, well, in a nutshell, eczema is where there's a buildup of dead skin cells. Each day the body naturally sheds uh, skin cells. And the eczema in a certain area is a form of a, it, it falls under skin condition, but is it is a form of a skin disease. It's just not communicable. So I, you can't touch me and get eczema. It doesn't work like that. Um, but it is a disease of the skin for sure. So there's a buildup of the dead skin cells in a particular area. Oftentimes, where you hinge. When we say hinge, we mean elbow crease behind the knee sides of neck, things of that sort, um, and it becomes very itchy and irritated um, because the dead skin cells sit on the skin and, and, and cause your skin to become irritated, basically. So you start to itch and scratch, and that's where you tend to get people who have very dehydrated skin, need a lot of moisturization and hydration to protect the skin and things of that sort. So um, eczema is something else. It, it affects over 20 million people in the U.S., um, so it, it, it definitely it definitely has a... A, a non-discriminating factor to it. Yes, yes, and your products help with that, correct? Your products. Oh help yes, with absolutely. That. Some of them. Yes, I wanted to make beauty for the underdog. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it was it, it was kind of like um, I, I a lot of things would would make me react. A lot of things would make my skin irritated or or my eczema would flare up. Whatever however you have it. Um, and so I just I started making things from home, and it just kind of went from there, and I started out with the ladies' line. So, And it just kind of went from there. And so that my passion is always that as far as I think that beauty can do two things. I think that it can not just beautify you and give you that superficial side, which is the fluffery and the fun, but it, I think it also needs to give you results, you know, especially when you have a skin condition and things of that sort. Now, we have people who have what is considered normal skin that love flag essentials, but for the most part, the gravitation that we get and the reason why people really draw to us and really love our brand is because we, we, we do cater to the underdog when it comes to skincare. Like, it's hard to find good quality smelling products um, that smell good and feel good. It's either it smells very medicated or it doesn't have a scent at all. So we kind of yeah. took well, took that bull by the horns and, yeah. 
Wow, amazing, amazing. We're chatting live with the founder of Swag Essentials. Now, a lot of people are going to um, are interested in the Shark Tank journey, so we got to spend some time on that because, you know, mompreneurs and women listen to this show. And so let's talk about the Shark Tank journey. I want you okay. to tell us how did you hear about the show, what did you prepare, how did you prepare to get on the show, talk about the whole process. You know, of Shark Tank. And you know, that's like the number one question. It's amazing. I can't make it out my door without someone <laughs> wanting to ask me that question. Um, it, it, it's a complicated process, I'll say that. But um, for for several reasons, I, I honestly can't go into very, very much detail. But what I can say is with respect to getting on the show, I got in on an open casting, and I'm sorry, on a private casting, I apologize. Okay, so let's take a step back, right? Because yes, our, yes. Our, all our, I think every time we've done our Dare to Aspire conference, we've had a Shark Tank winner come on the uh, show. And what we what we want to do is we always try and get the details to kind of share. So you uh, did a private casting. What does that mean? Could you share? Like, a private casting means that detailed. it's something that you 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 got an invitation to. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, so, so it's dedicated to a subgroup? Yes. yes. You, you know, that's when it's to a subgroup. Like, it might, like it was down there for South by Southwest in, in Austin. And um, and they had an open casting. And I I was prepared to do that. But that changed um, because the, the the person who is now my administrator had actually come to me and said, I don't know if you know, but you've received an invitation to a, another um, casting. So it, I ended up, what I ended up going to, it, it was the same thing, but it was at the Greater Austin Black Chamber of Commerce. Um, and I had not... I had I had been getting emails from them because I frequent Austin, um, but I I did not know that they were going to have something like that. And from what I understood, it was very last minute and it was very impromptu, only because um, the Shark Tank was already going to be in town anyway, and they are the producers and everyone had already gotten town beforehand. So uh, so yeah, I, I actually went to a casting, um, and I went down there with you know guts and glory, and um, I didn't have a pitch. I just spoke from the heart. I actually told him I didn't have a pitch. <laughs> I just walked in and was like, I don't have a pitch, um, <laughs> but I have a great product and I and I have I have drive and I and I have a coach at the New York Jets that loves my product and and all the football players at LSU have used the product and so on and so forth. And that, I think that kind of piqued their interest because I was very genuine from a very honest place. I love that. I love that. And now, because a lot of people will probably say, okay, what did you do to to get invited to the private casting? Was it you? you no, I was, I was just signed up with the Greater Austin Black Chamber of Commerce. Oh, and so they had a casting and brought them in. Yeah, they had one right. for that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and it was that's and it's great. open to the yeah. Mm-hmm. And and my administrator actually, she she convinced me because I, I wasn't going to do it. She really convinced wow. me. She, she, yeah, because I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, that shortens it up. We're, that's four or five days earlier. Like, what are you doing? 
You know, I, I was like, I'm not even prepared now. And she was like, well, it's an issue. She was like, well, I just feel like you'll be able to go in, go in and you won't have so much anxiety after standing in line for 10, 15 hours because this is registered to a small subgroup as far as it being catered to one, one audience is what I'm saying. So they weren't going to have an open casting at that type. You know, the, the offices are too tiny. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, I never in a million years thought that, that my audition would even make it back. And I, I remember when I was leaving and I I looked over at her and I was like, do you really think that my audition is going to make it all the way back to Shark Tank? And they still got to sit through another, like, it was supposed to be 20,000, 30,000 people coming out or something like that to stand in line and they were only taking, like, the first 10. So I was like, do you really think, even after they see little old me and then they go and sit through all those auditions, that I could possibly do this? And she said, yeah. And I was like, wow, 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 <laughs> wow! Friend. That is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so after you, after you, you sat through the audition, um, mm-hmm. you know, and you got through that. Then what happened next? Did the okay, so I mean, it, it's it, it's a lot of, huh? I said, what happened before when they actually contacted you and said this is a go? What's that process? Oh, well, like? I screamed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tuffy, I screamed my my spring my little lungs out. I screamed when when I got that call. Um, it was so funny because it was a California call, and I, I saw it on my phone. I was like, "Who knows me from California?" And I kept talking on the line, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait a minute, California, California!" And then I was like, "I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on." And I clicked on. I was like, <clears throat> "Hello, this is Lydia." And so she was like, "Hi, Lydia, I'm giving you a call, and this is one of the producers at Shark Tank, and we got your audition." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I just went crazy. And then from that point, it was just it's just the process of what you have to go through. It's papers and procedures, and we went through all of that. The due diligence is what they like to sum that up as. Um, and and I, I went through each phase because there's, there's a numerous amount of phases. Um, so I went through each phase. And um, and as as I mean, it was just kind of like we tell you where you're at, where we go along. But if there's there's no specific timetable per person, so I don't I don't really get off into that because I, I each case I believe is different. Um, so they you know we got to know each other. My 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 producers were like my best friends in the world. And they rooted for me to get me there, and I, I love them forever for that because they were really really supportive of my journey and what all I've gone through and been through to get here. So um, A lot of people it, will probably say, when you say the due diligence, because a lot of our um, attendees, you know, um, try to get on Shark Tank. Would you have to say that once you get the call back, you have to know your numbers, you have to, you know, the due diligence. There's certain things, or what are some of the critical things that you have to know um, in order to, you know, get to that final stage? Right, right, right. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of documentation and things of that sort involved in in this process. Um, you do have to know your numbers. You you definitely do have to know uh, what what where you stand as a business. You you definitely need to know that. So um, I mean it, it's a it's a lot, but at the end of the day, it's so worth it because it's nothing any different from any other type of investment. Um, if if a person was to come at me off the street and they were an investor, they would it would be the exact same thing 
know where your profits are, know where your losses are, be able to back up everything on paper. Um, you know, I mean, be, be be legally sound, financially sound as possible. I mean, you know, and then be able to explain any any any. How can I say it? Uh, anything that you don't feel would be favorable, be able to be able to explain that fully from a business perspective because it's all business. It's it's <laughs> it's not a pleasure to tell you air. Yeah, it's all business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah, wow, this is great. This is great. I love yeah. it, Lydia. I love the fact that you're being transparent because our show really help, wants to help other women and mom entrepreneurs. So I love the fact that you're being very transparent. So in terms of swag essentials, you got on, you pitched to the sharks, you talked about the process. You did not get a deal. How was that, and what was the effect of you being on the show, and would you do it again? Oh, <laughs> Good question. All great questions. Um, that was a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I uh, hmm. when when I first got on when when I taped um, and I walked away from there without a deal. Um, there there's tons of confidentiality involved in this process. So um, you'll notice I, I I have to dip in and out of the conversation on certain things. So um, once I found that out that that I was that I had went out there to tape, I couldn't discuss it with anyone that I was going to tape at all, and um, it was it was very scary because it was almost like I had this big dirty secret. The thing was also I didn't know if I was going to air. The thing is that out of your forty thousand businesses that submit applications and that auditions are reviewed because they, they, they send in more applications, but they review 40,000. That's where they cap it at. And from there, they pick 136 or so, 134 to 136 people to come out there and tape and give their heart out. But of that, a, a dozen don't get to that point of airing. So when I tell you that the odds and the faith that I have, you know, <laughs> is insane. It's it's like I, you know, it's it's like hard work pays off, and I think that's what my mission is. So the the weeks after I went and I aired, I'm, I'm sorry, I went and I um, I I did the taping, and I realized that I didn't get the deal. I, I was extremely depressed, extremely depressed. But I mean that that that's a, I think that's almost. That's almost to be understood because I, it's very serious. It's about the most – it is, in my personal opinion, having gone through the process, I think it's about the most honest reality show that there is out there. So it's not a, it's not a scripted deal the way other shows are at all. It's like you go out there, when you see your show air, it's the first time, when you, the first time everybody else sees you is when you see yourself. So it's a nerve-wracking process. Um, but in the long run, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change anything at the time. Yeah, I, of course I thought I w- wanted to change something. I asked for one hundred twenty five thousand dollars, and I felt like any one of those people could could just lose that in pocket change walking out the door. Um, and I and I was exchanging that for twenty thousand dollars. Twenty I'm sorry, twenty um, percent. To me, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't see why I wouldn't walk out of there with that. Um, but uh, I believe that the, the universe and God had me a little stronger than that. So um, and 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 knew what was to come. 
So, I mean, that night we closed over 100000 So it, it, it was insane in, in, in four hours or so. It was a, it was a very different type of to go from fifty four thousand dollars in sale in in that one soap product in a year to over a hundred thousand in four hours. It was it was like surreal to me, surreal. I, I, of course. I, oh Lord. Of course. <laughs> so I, then I'm I thought back. No, I'm not so mad that you told me no. Huh? Yeah. I said I'm there with you. I mean, you went on the show and a hundred from fifty four thousand sales to a hundred thousand. The impact. Of of Shark Tank is is just in four hours. Crazy. Yeah, I just turned my phone off. I was trembling and crying. I was like, Oh my god! I kept showing my mom. I was like, Lord have mercy! Look at this! I was like, I can't look at it anymore. I can't look at it anymore. She was like, It's okay, wow. baby. It's okay. And we look at each other and laugh and cry. Now, what was yeah, if, if we can? Then we'll we'll jump back to Swag Essentials. We're almost okay. ready as a, the CEO of Swag Essentials. But I was going to ask you my last question about the Shark Tank thing was what was the key reason that Lori did not give you a deal? I mean, because you, like you said, you asked for one hundred twenty-five thousand, twenty percent equity. You're valuing your business, you know, at a reasonable amount. What was there a reason that she gave you? Well, her reasoning was because I had one skew. And she, I think in totality with everyone, because this show is edited, of course. Um, of course. Although you, you have one take, <laughs> it's edited. Um, but, and so they don't they don't go into depth with each person, but on some people they show a little bit more than others, you know. But with her, I think hers was just pretty much everyone else's, which was you're in your home doing this get out the house, and then come back, and I'll take you where you need to go. And my response, oh, okay. uh, but it didn't make the cutting room floor, was if I do that, I'm, I don't need you. <laughs> like, no disrespect. <laughs> I don't need you. Seriously. I love you all, but I, it's no. <laughs> if I do that on my own with a shoestring budget, come on. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, $54,000 in one bar of soap, a $15 bar of soap within itself is a very difficult item to to, to introduce into a person's life that has that feels like I have a solution at the pharmacy, number one, or um, no, I don't necessarily have to spend fifteen dollars on a bar of soap. I'll just continue to use witch hazel or whatever they'd have been using. So that within this, with no branding, no name, it was very difficult to move fifteen fifty four thousand dollars in a soap bar. And so my thing that I was most persistent on was. I've moved fifty four thousand dollars in a soap bar by myself with no with with no team. <laughs> Help me here. Like seriously, I'm I I sold half of what I'm asking you for. So yeah. you know, and, I, and, and I've seen them give deals to other people, you know, and whatever. Yes. You didn't get it, but but it's like you moved you are a team of one and you sold fifty four thousand yes. dollars worth of soap. That's something should be commended. Something to me, I did my opinion. I mean, this was out of the trunk of my vehicle, you know. But it's just, I mean, you know. But you know, to to God be the glory. I'm I'm, I'm an extremely spiritual woman, um, and that's something I don't I, I bear no bones about, and I I, I I argue with no one over that. So I I feel like um I feel like I'm I'm, I'm a very loved and covered and blessed person, um, and I. I, I I knew honestly, if I can be honest with you, I knew if I hung in there long enough, I would get a break. But the process of getting there, it it it's like it, it was to the very 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 wits of everything I had in me to get to that point. 
because I literally was ready to give up when I got that call from her about the private um, casting versus going to the open casting type thing. Um, and I, I just know that I'm here for, I, I know that I'm here for a reason. I know I have a purpose. So I'm very big on inspiring other uh, entrepreneurs, of course, aptly female entrepreneurs, because I understand, I understand the entrepreneur side of it, and then I understand that extra layer of the female side. So I, I'm very adamant about inspiring others to hang on to that burning in your belly and don't let go of that and fight through it. Take a break, pull back, regroup, but keep pushing forward to it because if it's a burning, it's a calling. And 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 the riches and the wealth and all the rest of that is, it's very fluid. It comes and goes, so you can't fall in love with that. But when you fall in love with your purpose and you know that that's your purpose, you have to go with it because God's going to bless every else, everything else that comes with it. So that that's just my opinion. No, great, great. Time always flies. There's so many other questions that we got to get to about Swag Essentials. We're going to pay a bill, a couple of bills, and we'll be right back. So Lydia Evans, just hang tight, okay? We'll be back in yeah, Breaking news, it has been confirmed that Francis Devro, 88 years old, former chief researcher at the British Museum, has been issued an eviction notice by Bedford Estates. A spokesperson noted Francis, who suffers from Alzheimer's, will become homeless at a ward of Camden Council of Bedford Estates succeeds. Bedford Estate's main landholder is the Duke of Bedford who operates Woburn Safari Park. For further information on this heartbreaking story, go to StopTheDuke.com. Again, that's StopTheDuke.com. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. Register now for the 5th Annual Dare to Aspire Conference for Women and Mom Entrepreneurs. This two-day event is being held in Atlanta, Georgia on Friday, June 12th and Saturday, June 13th. Check out D2Aspire.com. Early registration is on sale now. Limited quantities are available. Register now at D2Aspire.com. Hi, we're back with the CEO of Swag Essentials. She was just talking about and giving us um, a great recap of the journey to Shark Tank, and her name is Lydia Evans. So, Lydia, we want to jump right back in. Now, you said you sold fifty-four thousand worth of soap, and her products are really geared. Some of the products are about you know sensitive skin. They're natural. They're fresh quality ingredients. They're barber tested and esthetician approved. Um, and you can check her out on SwagEssentials.com. First of all, how did you do that? Because like I said earlier, that is something. How did you go, you know, where did you start? Did you um, classify your business as an LLC? Like share some of those nitty-gritty details of how you sold 54000 by yourself in sales. Oh, um, well, I the thing of it is that I, I really feel like the product sells a lot of itself once all I have to do is convince them to try it one time, give it a try. So sampling, of course, was a big portion of my networking and my um, initiating the brand into the community. I was very target-specific with my audience. I targeted my demographic. Um, and But, of course, this was after 
after I just after it, it came to the point with my brother where he was like, this is a really good product. Because my brother came to me with respect to saying, All right, you know, you really need to make this product. You really need to make this product. Bada bing, bada boom, I made the product. And then it became something he would contact me and say, hey, I need 20 more. I need 24. I need 30. That type of thing. But I noticed each time it would be more and more customers. So then I thought to myself, well, hmm, if it sells here and folliculitis affects, you know, millions and millions of, of, of men after shaving, folliculitis being in grown hairs, uh, then it ha- it has to be other guys at other barbershops. So there goes the light bulb, and I start going to other barbershops. And I set up a program for consignment, and I would front them the product and say, hey, here you go, I'll be back in two weeks. If you get the money sooner, call me, and we can divvy it up. I spoke to them in a language they understood, which was cash in hand. Um, so well, I, I mean, say that one more time. Sorry, Lydia, to stop because I just want my listeners to make sure we understood and just to be as clear as possible. So you would go. Your brother's a barber, and of course, yes. you know, men suffer from razor bumps, and you mention eczema and all this other stuff. So you would go to yes. barber shops and actually give them your product and say, "Sell." How would you? How would you not? Um, were you afraid of them? I feel the relationship. Yeah, I would, I would build a relationship with him. I would go see him a couple times before and just kind of pop my head in and say, hey, you remember me? You enjoyed that sample? You want another sample? You want to give a few samples to some customers? Then I would come back after that and say, so, what are you thinking? But the thing of it is is that with a, with a, with is anyone who works in the tutorial business of, of, of cutting hair, doing hair, you're in a constant state of busy. Your hands are always full. You want something that sells itself. So I knew that initially they wouldn't be apt to say, okay, let me spend $200 with you in soap in a wholesale kit up front type of thing. So I made it easy for them. I said, well, you know what, I believe in this product so much you're going to make your money back. Like I can't keep it in my brother's shop, and I promise you're going to love it. You've already tried it, you loved it, you already had customers that tried it and loved it. And then it would be a 60-day consignment. This this is the model that worked for me early on, um, and it would be a 60-day consignment. And then it became where after 60 days, if you wanted to continue to get the product, then, of course, you you'd have to – purchase it from me up front. So that was the marketing sales strategy that I used to gain an audience in the beginning. It was hard because it's hard to front product, but I did what I had to do. Yeah, Of course, of course. And 60 days meaning you were giving them the product and 60 days they have to give Mm -hmm. you your money. Okay. I dropped them off 24 bars anytime they needed it through those 60 days. So every time they sell 24, we would we would do our consignment agreement. They had a contract on file with me. They had a non-disclosure agreement with me. Uh, it was serious business. It was just I operated on, I understood, I knew who I was targeting. I knew who I was talking to. So, you know, I, I, I spoke with them on where they were at. I made it very easy, very, this is no worries for you. You already have clients that love the sample, and they're coming back saying, man, where can I get some of that soap? So that's how it, I love it originally started, yeah. And then, it, and I was just on call all day, twenty four hours a day. It felt like doing the soap thing. Um, but in the same token, I also had La Bella Doche, which is the ladies' products. So I still had a whole other baby. I was trying to, I was trying to get start walking. Um, and then here goes this infant child, which is the soap. 
and um, the infant is kind of is, is a big boy. He's getting big on me. But I didn't realize it until I went to the accountant, and my accountant said, wow, you know, you sold more of this soap than you sold any other product. And I was like, really? And I was like, well, let me see that paper. And I looked at it, and I said, wow, I didn't do too shabby, did I? Didn't think anything of it. But it was still not enough to get me to the next level. Um, it wasn't That's enough for me to get it. Yes, it wasn't enough for me to get a team. It wasn't enough for me to be more than one Lydia. The product is proprietary. It has 63 complex ingredients, and it works on a a wide variety of things. It's a three-in-one cleansing bar, and what it does is it cleanses, it exfoliates, and it disinfects the surface of the skin in one use. It forcefully does, and I know forcefully is not a word, but I don't know how else to say that. Um, it, it works as a shaving cream, as an all-natural antibacterial shaving cream, the lather that it creates on the face, and gentlemen shave with that. So the guys are love this soap. It, it's so multifunctional. So what I did was I developed a brand that speaks directly to the audience instead of just making a generic something that hopefully someone would buy. I put a lot of love and energy and time into the development of the product, the expansion of the product, the training of my team and customer care. I mean, we, 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 we love our customers and hold their hand all the way through because we get people with sensitivities, breakouts, uh, skin diseases, disorders. So it, it's a lot of sharing of information we get through that customer care box and through the phone. So, um you know, I, I, I'm very, I'm very happy. I, I, I must admit, I am extremely happy, and I'm in a very great place in my life. And I, I, I truly feel as though my dreams have come true. Awesome, awesome. So, I'm um, going back to the business side of it. Um, how long did you operate where you were doing everything? You mentioned an accountant when you first started your business. I'm mean, mm-hmm. just speaking of swag essentials. Um, how long before you said, you know what, I need an accountant. Um, you know, I need to you know, make this legal and get. Do you have yeah. an LLC? Is it an LLC or? A it's a, we are an LLC company, yes. And yep. um, and and we and and swag actually because it grew to the point that it grew to. I decided to LLC it. Um, and so it is its own company by itself. So we, we have two companies, but we Swag is its own company by itself. So um, underneath that brand is, is the four products, which is the Swag Bar, Swag Light, the Aftershave Cream, and the Feet Treat. Um, as far as it being legit, it was always legit. Everything that was styled was always legit with with respect to accounting. I always had an accountant. I just didn't have an accountant. I was, you know, I had, I had I had a person that did my my accounting, but I didn't have a bookkeeper like I do now. I didn't have someone that was just, you know, in and out of the law with <laughs> with knowing every every I dot and then every T cross because with that expertise comes a wage. Um, but what I did was I I I made sure that all receipts and all the rest of that good stuff were kept because I felt like. For one, I just need to do that anyway because I had been in business so many years before then. But the soap was under that line, but it was the newest and latest product that I had added to the line. Um, I just didn't cater to it at all. So it it, it was something that it when it took off, it took off. And once I was sitting there and realized, oh, wow, this was $54,000 in soap just in this one product under under the ladies' line. Let me take him and put him in his own little house over here and create a brand, a men's grooming brand. But, of course, with it being a shaving product and women, we need results too. Our brand, Swag Essentials, also has a 50% female demographic for that product now. 
because that was something that Lori liked about it, that it works on, like, legs after you get waxed or shaved, your bikini area, your underarms. If you get keratosis pilaris, which is like that um, goosebump-type feeling that some people get on their upper arms, that's called keratosis pilaris. If you get that, it works on that and exfoliates away that dead skin and gives you nice, new, baby-soft skin. So this, the product is so multifunctional, it just kind of transcends all, all demographics. So. Yeah, I started out with plans and goals and things of that sort, but you have to be wise as a business owner and still allow your market to type of, kind of shape you. You don't shape your market as much as your market shapes you as a business. So your, your, your customers will let you know what they like, what they don't like. Exactly, exactly. And for those people who are just tuning in, we're chatting with Lydia Evans, Soap washes, and grooming essential swag. How did you come up with that name? (laughs) It's a joke at the office. Um, It's soaps, washes, and grooming. It's an acronym. The name of the product, and I say this this story, this is so funny. I was just talking to um, uh, uh, one of the writers down here at the Houston Chronicle, and we laughed about this. The name of the product originally was Deep cleansing face bar, okay? And the guys, the men, the customers um, at the barbershop would always say, hey, soap lady, you got a swag bar, you know, kind of, and I would I would argue with them. I would be like, no, it's called a deep cleansing face bar because I'm this expert in business, right, right. Um, and so I'm like, no. I mean, it, it wouldn't be in a in a mean way. It would be in a in a very sweet way. But it would still be like, no. Seriously though, this product is called Deep Cleanser Face Bar. Yeah, okay, whatever. Let me get two swag bars. Wow, you're just gonna disrespect me like that, right? And uh, <laughs> you're not gonna call it the Deep Cleanser Face Bar, not realizing men like shorter, less wordsy things. So a good friend of mine, a mentor, um, who owns a liquor company. Uh, she actually owns a liquor distribution and distillery, and she's the first and only African-American female, actually, that uh, has a, a, a liquor distribution company, Neither here nor, and, and she makes her own vodka, but neither here nor there. She came to me and she said, Lydia, what's the name of this product? Before you go, you know, and get to getting all public with everything, what are you going to call this product? I said, it's called the Deep Cleanser Face Bar. And she was like, but why does everybody call it a swag bar? And I was like, that's just what the guys call it. And so she says, but that's the people that pay for it, right? And I said, yeah. She said, Lydia, it's the swag bar. And I, and, and, and I don't know why that never clicked. You know, it, it seems so very basic. But that rule that I learned there and what I feel like I took from that as an entrepreneur was be fluid and allow your market to really – deem what it is that they want. I mean, don't deviate so far from your business model, but be open to these little tidbits and chunks that fall in your way. So Swag Bar, the audience named that. So then aptly we just start calling it Swag Essentials to shorten soap washes and grooming essentials. I love that story. I love it. I love it. We are live with Lydia Evans. And and we're chatting just about swagessentials.com. Now, you make, you started out making your products handmade. Do you manufacture them now? Do you, or you get your materials, your formulas? Can you just chat about that? I know you can't, it's proprietary, but 
Um, is it all in house or do you outsource? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. We we do no outsourcing except for packaging and of course raw ingredients. So all the ingredients for the soap come to us raw. And then we create the product from there, from from ground up. Um and the sixty three ingredients is the additives that actually make the product. That's that's your, your all your natural ingredients combined. We're talking about wet and dry. Um so we do definitely self-manufacture, and I am keeping it very proprietary, very under lock and key. It's a product that works, and we guarantee results, and it's a 100% guaranteed product. It's proprietary. It's an invention. It is something that was invented. Um, and there's, there's millions of bars of soap out there, but there's only one one of these. So that was what really piqued their interest, and that's what really made the sharks say, goodness gracious, she's on to something. And I, I will say this. They all said positive things. I, I was shocked. Because I just knew that I'd have to, you know, bite back. Because I was like, I was, I was, I was almost prepared for it. Like, what? What do you mean? Um, but in the same so token, mm-hmm. yes. No, go ahead. No, we yes, we manufacture the product ourselves. Manufacture meaning that we create the product ourselves. Yes, it's hand okay. crafted, and it's yes. Wow, and so do you have a team that would, you know, assemble the product in Houston? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. So you have a team yes. that manufactures. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. very much so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's 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 kind of neato to watch this baby grow up. Yes, 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 it is, it is. Now, in terms of just the swag essentials, like mention your your target audience, is it, Men now is it men with razor bumps, um, or is it women oh, that are married to men with razor? Everybody, okay. <laughs> it's, oh, you'd be amazed. No, I, I, it sounds crazy, but l- let me explain to you. It it works on acne. It works on discolorations. So, say for instance, you don't have oily skin, so you don't have acne. You never had, really had an issue with it. So, if you've picked or at some point or another when you were younger had it, and you may have a residual scar, the bar works on that. So. It works on eczema. But if you don't have eczema, it's okay. It's not going to do anything to your face. It works on ingrown hairs. Okay, so you may not have ingrown hairs from your hair being trapped beneath the follicle, I mean trapped beneath the skin, but you may have razor burn where your your skin just reacts from the friction of a razor. Okay, so you don't have that. That's not. You have maybe you get dandruff in your scalp. It exfoliates and works on that. So as you can see how it works, it, 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 it is very easily gender neutral because while it's targeted towards men, women who have 90% of the buying power in the home see me on this Shark Tank show and say, wow, he needs this. And while they're on the website, they're like, well, heck, and they're reading it because we're more information. Women are information searchers. Men are not. Um, we read it into detail and say, well, wait, I mean, it's not like it's, on, it's still skin. And then women started buying it for their bikini areas and their underarms. Um, and then that's when we went ahead and introduced Gingerella under the Swag Essentials line, which is the Swag Essentials bar for ladies. And there's actually items in the um, Dare to Aspire. There's Gingerella bar um, items inside of those goodie boxes and Swag bar. We doubled up for the girls. Um, and and the I believe there's a giveaway, so I'm very excited. I hope whoever gets the giveaway absolutely loves the product.
No, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. And thank you for being a sponsor. We love that. And we love swag essentials. What other ways, Lydia, do you market? I know Shark Tank was big. Like you like you said, you were doing 54000 You jumped to 100000 But what other ways um, do you market your your business? We have, well, it, it's kind of done itself since then. Um, we stay so busy with production and getting orders out and customer service and just and the introduction of new products. It, it, we don't... It it really does. It it has branded itself. So um, as far as marketing is concerned, you know, we have retailers that sell the products now. When I started, it was just at my brother's barber shop, and there we have like 18 locations um, because there's some online locations as well. But we have, I believe, 16 retail locations um, across the country. Um, And so it it, it's been it's it's been something else. It's been it's been something else as far as watching this go from from what it was to what it is now. And it, it is all really. I mean, Shark Tank was a huge huge part of that. I mean, cause it was we had the largest season, which was ten point five million, um, and that's a lot of people to 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 all of a sudden for you as a, a little brand in one little part of your city to all of a sudden get all this exposure. And then from there, we have distributed the products to Dubai, uh, Bahrain, um, Netherlands. We've shipped to Barcelona, Spain, Australia, all through Canada. So a lot of that came from Shark Tank and the snowball effect because it's actually called the Shark Tank effect for a reason because it's like it starts and it doesn't stop. And uh, so as far as us sitting down and doing marketing ourselves, other than going through people who reach out to us saying, you know, do we mind sponsoring this, that, or the third, that's our marketing for the most part now is like we just kind of pick and choose who we feel, you know, of course it's greatly, you know, a a great branding um, liaison to have, um, and then also to be able to touch other people in other places and, and give back to the community. So we haven't done any, unfortunately, as of now, we haven't done any in-house marketing. But we have gotten great stuff, for a great review from Black Enterprise. Um, couldn't believe we ended up getting getting shared on, uh, Bossop wrote an article. That was amazing. Um, and it's it's amazing. The Oscars contacted us, and we did the Oscars gift suite, and, it's it's some it's just it's been a lot. It's been absolutely amazing. We have a NFL training camp contacted us uh, and wants us to provide goodie bags in the in the uh, in the locker room and the sports bags. And so these are opportunities that we otherwise would have never have had. So I don't I take nothing away from that experience. Um, so I'm 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 very glad to be a part of this show, and I'm really hoping that someone out there is inspired from this. No, I think, and Lydia, I want to tell you, you are an inspiration and just supporting, you know, great conferences like Dare to Aspire, which really supports women and moms. I mean, that right there, the branding, everybody at the conference is, you know, going to hear about Swag Essentials. Like you said, women um, make 90% of the decisions in the home. So I think, like you said, you really are doing a great job because you're marketing and you're branding your business. Um, we had two questions in the chat room. One was around shipping. They said, what do you use as a postal service FedEx to ship your products? And then the second okay. question from Tina132, 
was about inventory. How do you track your inventory? Do you use a system? Um, and if you can, could you share the name of the system? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so let's start with the first question. The first question is the shipping. As far as shipping is concerned, we actually ship via USPS primarily, but we have also FedEx as an option on our website. It's just that, honestly, money talks and everything else walks, I think, as we know, and we leave that up <laughs> to the consumer to determine what they um, want to do with respect to that. When we just had FedEx, it was like, your shipping is too high. Uh, when we just had USPS, we had people that say, USPS, you just can't, you can't bank on it getting to you. I mean, so, yeah, you, you yeah. again, you, we provide the options there, um, but no matter what, with our orders, we back those up. So even if someone, you know, if their order got lost in transit or anything like that, which happens every few once in a while, but that's just going to happen with an online business, um, we, you know, we guarantee all of our orders and things of that sort. So it, one's more cost-effective, uh, but in the same token, it's cost-effective to the customer, and cost-effective is relative, as we know. So someone else feels like if I pay $17 for the same package to come here through FedEx, I just prefer it that way, we give them that option. But I would have to say 95% of the people that shop with us choose the USPS option. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. And what about inventory? How do you track your inventory? Inventory-wise, um, the way our process is done, we actually keep all of our inventory that we currently have manually. We don't keep a lot of sitting inventory whatsoever, so our process is very, it's fresh made and it's out the door. Um, okay. So everything is accounted for, but we are definitely in the process of integrating a system you know, in-house, you know, with respect to how we keep up with that portion of um, the inventory. But we do daily and nightly inventory uh, and products are checked in and out. So it, I think it's all about your business model and what, what works for you and where you are at your business. Um, and we, we as a business, of course, I, I always am a proponent of operating on a lean system. I, I think that's the the best way for you to get yourself to the next level because there's no way I'd carry myself for eight years before Shark Tank if I didn't operate on a lean system. So, um, but yeah, we're we're working on on integrating a system in house to do that. And we're probably going to do that once we move locations because we're kind of outgrowing this location we moved in into Jan into this past January. So, yeah. Okay, but you're still going to stay in Houston, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We 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 may expand out into other cities. We, it wouldn't hurt to have a fulfillment center in other cities. I, I'm open to the ATL market in New York. I I, I like those markets as far as yeah. um, places to put distribution centers and fulfillment centers. We we've been approached by people who have those and want to purchase our inventory and 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 then you know ship it from there. Uh, so I mean, it's just the options and the and the 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 opportunities are limitless. Of course, of course. We're chatting live with Libya Evans, and time always flies. Thank you for everybody listening to us on the phone lines and in the chat room. We have a couple more questions, Libya, if that's okay. We want to ask you. Um, oh, that's fine. Yay, Swag Essentials, swagessentials.com. <laughs> she was on Shark Tank. Um, you know, it really changed her business, and I think she's really dropping some nuggets. So I hope everybody has a pen and paper is writing these things down. 
And one of the questions I had was about just advice. Like, you've been on Shark Tank. You've been running a successful mm-hmm. business. You grew 54000 100000 overnight. Like, what mm-hmm. advice could you share to those small business owners that are either hoping, oh, if I can just get on a Shark Tank, or, you know, they're just working mm-hmm. every day and, you know, just trying to survive? Well, let me say this. Um, I sat looking at Shark Tank the very first season, had to be maybe the fifth or sixth episode, and I sat there crying with my family with tears running down my face saying, I want to get on that show. My sister, it, it was almost like dominoes. My sister looked at the show, and we were all sitting there looking at it because there was a gentleman who my mother would see at the, the convenience store, like at the gas station. The guy that would check her out would always say, you know, you, you're always talking so much, so highly about your daughter's products, you need to get her on the Shark Tank. My mom didn't know what that was, so she came home and told me, oh, my gosh, Lydia, you need to get on something called the Shark Tank. The, the guy at, at the 7-Eleven at the, at the told me, you need to get on the Shark Tank. I'm like, Mom, what is the Shark Tank? We're sitting there watching uh, the episode. We looked it up watching it, and we're all overwhelmed because it's the most amazing thing we could ever see on TV. And we're 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 crying because it's amazing. Like it would be great if she could get on here and, and at least get these products in front of viewers for the world to at least know there's things out there other than what they see every day. Um, and my sister, in domino effect, says, Lydia, you need to get on this show. And I looked at her, and I said, yeah, I know. And I said, um, ah, man, I want to get on that show. And my mom said, go online. You're about to get on that show. And so I got online, and I filled out an online application, but I didn't hear anything back. But that's okay because the timing is everything. Um, and it happened at the right time, and I had to go through everything I had to go through, or I would have been an ungrateful a ungrateful, uh, a super blessed person is what I would have been. So, you know, timing teaches you everything. Timing, timing teaches you diligence, patience, understanding, and uh, I, I needed all of that to in order for me to handle the overwhelmingness of going from virtually a one-woman operation to a team and a and a, and a fully fully functioning business. So, uh, yeah, it's it, it, it's a rare opportunity. But if someone wants to do it and they're sitting there looking at it, I laughed when you were saying that because it's like. I, My view of that statement, of that question now, is so different than what it was before, Tosi. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah, it was it it was it was very it was very different. It was um, my viewpoint was from that of a viewer, and now having been through it, and now I have a I have that cliche: anything's possible. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's yeah. So my view of it is so different. It's like. Dude, go after it. Do it, do it, do it. You know, like anyone. I'm like, just go do it, you know. So I've become like this um, super mega motivating person because I'm like, if 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 I if they pick me, little old me, little old country me, <laughs> I know, you know. <laughs> I'm a country girl. I'm a Texas girl, southern girl by heart. So they picked me, and I went out there with guts and glory, and I was so sensitive, and I was like, oh, my gosh, just don't eat me alive on national TV, please. And when they all said something great about my product, I felt like, well, it doesn't matter whether you give me an investment or not. You gave me what I, what I, I guess, what I needed when I got here, which was, you know, it, it's a formidable product. I just need to get my sales up. And I said, all right, I take that challenge. Wow, and you still do you still own a hundred percent of your business? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I saw somewhere where someone said something along the lines of, "Yeah, man, I, you know, I hate that they didn't invest in her, but you know, it sucks because they still get a portion of the sales." I'm here to tell you that's a lie. 
Like, I'm here to tell you that's a bone lie. They don't get any portion of my business. It's it's what you see is what you see. So, no, that, mm. that no one that no one else owns this business but Lydia Evans. Um, and 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 as it as it grows as it is, you know, hopefully that'll change because I I wouldn't mind opening it up, you know, IPOing it. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem doing that. So, um, but you know, I mean, it's steps, it's baby steps. But no, that that is definitely a misconception. And 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 you know, when when we when we got that influx of sales, um. And in that very first day, because it didn't stop, it went on for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. It was like it got to the point where I was going to pull my hair out because I was like, "There's no way we're going to fill all these orders. It's impossible." It took us three months. It normally takes three days for us to get an order out. It took three months for us to get all those orders out. So when it first hit, it was it was more than I could have ever dreamed of. It was, you know. Um, and I, and I I I again because I'm a mama's baby I'm, I'm a daddy's baby too but I'm a mama's baby she, she and I are, are very close I was like mama I, I I'm thinking I might have to refund these people back I I don't think we we can do this so I'm saying that to say if there was a the only way you can get a portion of a business is equity by taking a portion of the equity in the business but there's something in return so a portion of me was when I started to relapse on the idea of I wish I did have an investor because that was so tough trying to cover all those orders with literally 100 bars in inventory in my closet. Wow. Like, I, like when all those orders hit the website, and we got over 10,000 that night, over 10,000. Wow. When those orders wow. hit my website, I only had 100 bars made because <laughs> I didn't know how I was going to do. I, did, I just, you know, you don't know, and where's the money to get ready? So that that yep. was the one moment I did regret, and I was like, man, forget this doing it by myself. Forget this independent woman team. <laughs> I need an investor, you know. Like, this is ridiculous. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I could do it. But my team, they held me up. You have no idea. They held me up. They held me strong. I pulled in the people that are close to me. I pulled in my family. I pulled in my close friends who have been with me over the years um, because I couldn't think. I couldn't think about anything. I couldn't stop to process anything. Tossie, I just had to keep going. That's all I could do. I couldn't there was no there was no stopping. And my mom said, No, we're gonna get these bars out. You prayed for this, you paid for this, we're getting these bars out. And I was just like, Well, yes, ma'am. So it was just like let go, let's go. And it was like I need somebody to answer the phones. I need somebody to call these people back about the sales applications. I need these this person to take over shipping. I need this person to take over packaging. This person has to Take over cooking. I mean, it was it was it was crazy. So we have it all under control now, and um, yeah, yeah, we're serving fresh swag every day. <laughs> love it, love it. And I think that kind of sums up the lesson learned. It's like you know, you gotta. I don't think you can ever really be ready, but you know, you have to realize just the overwhelmingness of being a solo entrepreneur sometimes. You're doing everything, and you're praying for more orders and sales, but when you get them, are you ready? And then how do you quickly go about being ready for your business? It's it's tough. It's very, very tough. Yeah. Very, very tough. Very, very tough. What what keeps you up at night business wise about your business? Like what what keeps you like, oh wow, you're worried about is there anything that you're worried about with with the swag is? Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's 
it's it's kind of like okay when when it's when it's a little baby you're worried about the little baby thing. What if it hiccups and chokes on the milk? Just anything. You're just worried about any little thing. Then as it gets older, you're just kind of like I know it has itself because it knows what it needs to do. But then you start getting almost like the the parents that have kids going off to college type of thing. I feel like I feel like I feel like my mom felt when I went to college, like how my mom and dad kind of they were crying as I was leaving them because they but, but they were happy tears but scared tears. So I have more anxiety attacks than a little bit now clearly because I have I have more on my shoulders. I mean it's constant. It's it's constant. It, your brain never stops. It's con- did it, did we get enough of this done? Did that get did that get shut off? Was that done correctly? Did that email get sent? So the brain is just com- completely moving. So I can't even pinpoint one thing that keeps me up at night because it, my brain is is always over going over my day. But I think I've been able to wrangle it in a little bit more than when that first happened. When it first happened, I was getting about three hours of sleep a day for about a month. And and it took its toll on me so bad that one day I completely wasted about $1,500 in inventory because I had moved uh, one of our moles before it had completely cooled, and I did not know that it hadn't completely cooled, and it knocked down all the rest of the moles in, like, a in a domino effect, and I wasted $1,500 in inventory, and my dad was like, because he, he does the production now, my dad was like, baby, you need to go lay down. And I was like, "What do you? No, I can't go lay down." He's like, "Baby, you need to go lay down." So I, no one would let me help them do anything because at this point, when we first uh, aired, I had six people in my house all day, every day, six extra people in a two-bedroom apartment with thousands of pounds of ingredients, just new equipment. I mean, it was so crowded. And no one would let me help them. No one would let me assist them. My mom was helping with the shipping, and I was like, well, let me help you over here. She was like, nope, go lay down. Uh, you know, uh, and my niece was doing answering the customer care, and I was like, well, let me just answer a few calls or something. She was like, nope, go lay down. <laughs> so I had to, like, go let, force myself to lay down. Um, and that was back in December. Well, I, I've gotten that under control now. Now I know how to say enough is enough. But still through the night, my brain just spins and spins and spins. So I don't think it's one thing in particular, dear. Wow. Wow, this is so much information. Um, another question came in about the New York um, Jets. I think you mentioned the coach. They want to know mm-hmm. how did you get that relationship? Did they just use your Because that's huge when you think about men and shaving. You get the football players. To, to to say that they love your product, how did you did you reach out to them, or how did that happen? Yes, absolutely. Um, well, that relationship that was a very organic relationship that started because there a, a lot of this sources from my brother. My brother has a barbershop in Pearland, in Texas, called Precise Cuts, um, and he he was the focal point and the central point of the product being distributed. One of his clients, who is a coach at SMU, um, is a good friend of the coach at the Jets, um, and they had they had been working together. And at that time, one of the coaches was at LSU, which was how we were able to get the products into the athletics department because the athletics department bought the bars for the players because it's mandatory that they shave. Didn't even know that that was a market. I found that out because of – the coaches just naturally using the products themselves, buying them from my brother at the barbershop. And um, then that coach that was at LSU ended up moving to, to he ended up getting a job in at the New York Jets. Um, and once he ended up getting the job at New York Jets, that's when he started telling, you know, everyone about the products, 
you know, and um, so that that relationship just kind of established itself organically. Um, it was very unknown. I, I had no idea that he was a coach. We, I didn't know he was a coach until he had been using the product for over a year because I had never talked to him. I had no reason to talk to him. I didn't know any of that. So I found out through circumstance because he was trying to place an order, and he was like, hi, I'm just, I hope this reaches the appropriate person. I used to order the product from you at LSU. I have now moved, and I no longer have the phone number to call, and I am now with the Jets. I'm so excited. If you could please, you know, give me my order that I'd always get, and I'll take care of it, have someone to call me. So I called him, and I was like, hey, I was like, yeah, you, you're you're our guy over at LSU, and and he was like, yeah, and he was like, well, I'm at the Jets now. I was like, get out. And so and that was how that went on, so so on and so forth. And he was like, athletes need this because this stuff is amazing, and then you can use it on your entire body. So Wow, that, I love like that, that story. I love it. I love it. Thanks to your brother. Your, bar, your brother really, the barber, really helped with a lot of the distribution and the marketing in the early stages. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Between my brother with his barbershop and and, and then Shay doing Shay Lavi adminning for us. I mean, it, I, I, those if I had to credit two companies, and those are small businesses too, and I'm a big proponent of supporting small businesses. So if there's any small business owners out there that's listening, feel free to reach out to us um, at swaggycentrals.com through the contact form and just say you heard us on the show. And however you feel that we can network and mix and mingle, uh, you, don't don't hesitate because I'm a really big proponent of supporting small businesses. And these guys are like that. And that's the kind of people I keep around myself is build, builders. I like little builder bobs around me. So um, those are my two builder bobs. If I if I had to if I had to tell anyone how this whole journey even started and who pulled me out of the trenches when I was like I'm not going to do it anymore. I, it's too expensive doing this product development thing. I'm just going to be an esthetician, you know, like it was that bad the year before. It was that bad. It was like, I, I can't do, it's too expensive. And and, I, and there's no way I can get this out of my home. And, and, and I sat there asking God, why, why would you have me do this this long with, with no reward? Why would you have me do this this long and sacrifice everything I've sacrificed? But, uh, you know, it's, I guess it's not for us to know everything, huh? <laughs> love it, love it. Maybe <laughs> last question yes. is around cost and funding because everybody wants to know. Like, and this this is like a ballpark number. Like, how much did it cost you to to start when you were doing the fifty five thousand? I mean, fifty four thousand a year. How much mm-hmm. did it cost to get your ingredients to start your business? And um, as you grow, you know, do you believe in the adage? It takes money to make money. Oh, no doubt about it. Um, that's that. There's no doubt about it. that's one of the one of the things you need. It's not the only thing. I think it's a recipe. Uh, but with respect to that, give or take, in and out, about fifteen hundred total. And I mean, but that was over a period of time. That was like a, a that first year is, is about what I put into it. That very first first year of trying to develop it and get it together to present it to my brother. Um, so I would say for development, trial and error. Um, the you know trying to do the packaging, the the energy that it took, but it just when I made the very first mold, if we're talking about that, we're you know we're, we're talking about fifty bucks when I made the very first one mold of soap. You know, like okay, this is what it cost me to do this. I hadn't bought anything in 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 large bulk ingredients and things of that sort. 
but as far as the initial investment of what it took for me to get through, you know, that, that year, I would say about initial investment of 1500 and that's that's including papers, staples, and everything else. So I, I think it's definitely, the business has definitely paid for itself. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, that's excellent. That's excellent, Lydia. Wow, we have so we have learned so much, and I'm sure the audience has too, um, just about the swag essentials. And, you know, I love the fact that it's for men and, you know, the rate and women, but the razor bump thing is huge. So many men yes, suffer from razor bumps, like so many. And I just think that that is really, really smart how you came up with that and, um, you know, how you continue to grow. Is there any, I know Father's Day is coming up. Um, and I yes. know you have a special. Do you want to chat about that and just how our listeners can reach you and, you know, get a hold of your great product? Well, we uh, currently, thank you, by the way, we currently have uh, two different gift sets that we're offering. We're about to add the third one with the shave mug. Um, but we have the two different gift sets. The small one is for your everyday travel. It's called the Travel Black Box. It contains your choice of soap a feet treat, and a hydrate. Great way for you to kick off, learn the brand, get to know the brand if you if you haven't ever used Swag Essentials. Um, and that, again, is called the Travel Black Box. The larger box, which is double up everything, it's called the Signature 007 box, and it is the box where you double down. So you get two of the Swag Bars, two hydrates, and two feet treat. Um, and generally we find that most people that order that first one get that second one, the second go-round. And then there's a, in, up to about a 10% savings, and shipping is included on all of the gift boxes. And we're about to add the third gift box, which will actually include the shaving mug, and it can also be a coffee mug. It, it just depends on what you, how you want to use it. Drop your soap in there and use it as a shaving mug or just pour your morning latte and use that, and that's the executive, and that will be uploaded in the morning. Um, and, again, that will include shipping, and it has a up to about a 10% discount total off of that as well. And we guarantee all of our shipping, everything, if you order by next Friday, your your item is guaranteed by the holiday. So we're very excited, and, and um, you can add a love note. There's a lot of great little features. So I, I, I think that when people go to swagessentials.com, they'll – They'll, they'll find there's something they'll find there for themselves, for a loved one, for a you know father or brother or whatever have you. I love it. I love it. Everybody go to and we're gonna post it on our my good nanny as well as Dare to Aspire pages. We posted it already, um, and the, the, this is being recorded, so we'll send out the link after, so people can listen to it. It can be sent out to all over the world, so they can listen to the show. Now, one of the things I noticed is you still do private consultations with people. Um, can you chat about that? Like that's amazing. Even as busy as you are. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, my team has alleviated me of a lot of the back end work, so that helped because that was a bulk of my life. Um, and so, so that frees my schedule up. And at the end of the day, I still have an expertise as far as the hands-on portion. So uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I do skin consultations. Uh, where I sit with you and talk to you about what it is you're trying to accomplish in your skincare. With me being on the medical side of aesthetic, I don't do your fluff skincare. I don't do, for the most part, you don't come to me for a relaxing facial. You come to me because you want results. <laughs> you want to fix something. <laughs> you 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 need you need you need something fixed. So um, 
or or you have a concern about something, you know, that you're not familiar with, you don't understand why you're getting this breakout, I'm your go-to girl when it comes to that. So I, I still have that because I used to have such a hands-on position because I had to do everything like an octopus, like every entrepreneur with a small business. But as mm-hmm. time progresses, you learn to delegate. Delegation is one of the very golden rules of entrepreneurship. So you learn to delegate, and you're going to either delegate because you want to or you're going to delegate by force. In my case, it was by force because up until we aired, I had no help internally. I had external help that would always help me with expo. They would help me do boots. They would help me do marketing things. But I, that wasn't their daily thing that they would do. So they still needed to learn the brand. So once I delegated that to them, that freed up a lot of my schedule, So it, which leads to the third golden rule, Time management. So you have to be very, very, very um, manageable with your time um, and the dedication of your time to certain things. So it's also an opportunity for me to be able to touch the public the way I was before because I, I don't have that outlet the way I used to where I was in people's face and I was the one, you know, talking about the product. It doesn't happen like that because we have a team of people that does that. So for me, I enjoy doing the consultations because I'm a people's person if you can't tell. So I, I, I love that human touch, and I love, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's why I, I still love do it, too. That. I love <laughs> Oh, thank you. Yeah. Wow, this so, is I mean, You have to be one of our speakers at 2016 Theater Aspire Conference, because I think oh, you have be such awesome. a wealth of information. You have a lot of information, and you've done it. You've been successful. And um, you were going to say something? Sorry, I didn't want to. Did you have something else no, to no, say? No, no, no. Mm-mm. No, 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 dear. <laughs> no, and we appreciate you, um, you know, coming on MGM Radio, sharing your story, and I know it's going to inspire so many people. Do you want to end with, oh. with again, how people can, you know, get a hold of you? Yes. Um, you can actually go to www.swag, S-W-A-G, essentials, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S, dot com swagessentials.com if you have any questions or concerns for me you can route them through the contact form um, and those are delegated to the appropriate department if it's directly to me and it's from the show feel free to just say you again you heard us on dare to aspire and you have a question for lydia and then i'll contact you back from there um, and with respect to anything about the products and our policies that's on our faq page and then we also have a blog that keeps you up to date on current events and things of that sort. So we will be looking for some people to do some co-promotional things with coming up in the first quarter for 2016. So if someone has anything that they have coming up that they feel we could be of a benefit to each other, feel free to reach out to us, and we'll be more than happy to do that. Oh, excellent, excellent. We might have to talk, Lydia. But, yeah, I love it, love it. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations, like I mentioned in the Thank intro, so much, 25 dear. Women in Houston, Swag Essentials. I know it's going to continue to grow and be just a great business. And I love the website, and I love what you're doing. And thank you for being on MGM Radio. No problem. Thank you for having me. All right, all right. Well, yeah, well, thanks, everybody, for listening in. I hope everybody learned a lot. I did. And please go check out Swag Essentials. Dot com and see you at the Dare to Aspire 2015 conference in Atlanta. It's going to be amazing. And we have a special show tomorrow 
at 9.30. You'll see the link on our MGN Facebook page, My Good Nanny Facebook page, about the show tomorrow. Um, And so until then, have a great, blessed night. Bye.